Hey, welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm Hope Cook, creator and host. If you feel stuck, restless, overwhelmed, or dissatisfied with your current life, despite your life looking pretty good on paper, or at least on social media, I can totally relate. Together, we'll figure out how to take the next right step. I'll interview women who are a little farther along on the path and get tips and ideas from them. I definitely don't have it figured out, so I'll share the ups and downs of my own journey with you. Let's get started because life is too short to waste in autopilot. If you want to be the best possible version of you, you're in the right place. Hey y'all, this episode is about choosing yourself. Heather B. Johnston talked in our interview about how she chose herself over and over while recovering from burnout. She knew her boss wanted her to stay, and it felt amazing to be needed and wanted. But she chose herself, and she walked away knowing it was the best move she could make for her true self, for her inner self. She also told us about when she was on vacation right after she turned in her notice and she chose not to check email the entire time. This was choosing herself. She talked about being at another job interview in the months after she left her job, and she got that sort of sick feeling, like this is not where I'm supposed to land. She honored that inner voice, and she chose herself. So this got me thinking about whether I choose myself on a regular basis. Being a pleaser, I will often put another person's happiness above my own. As Mary Oliver says, you don't have to walk 100 miles on your knees through the desert. That's my specialty, walking on my knees. My husband is like, stop making a gourmet supper every night. You're stressed out. You've been working all day. Let's get a frozen pizza. It's fine. But I want to be needed. I like feeling like my kids and family will starve if I don't provide them with a meal. And I repeat this scenario at work. You know, the other day I was leaving on a Friday afternoon. And one of the front desk girls comes speed walking down the hall and says, oh, we have a patient who just showed up and she thought her appointment was today, but it's not. And I stayed. I stayed even though I was exhausted and mentally drained and possibly not capable of dispensing useful medical information and advice. And years ago, I was years ago, I was thinking about this. Our uh, marriage therapist had me write a list of everything that I had to do, quote unquote, had to do, because I was telling her that I felt overwhelmed. Our kids were like both under the age of five. And so she said, okay, Hope, I want you to write down a list of everything you think you have to do in one day. And so I wrote and wrote and I filled up an entire notebook page, um, the front side and the back side. And showed it to my husband. And it didn't even include like work. This was just things I had to do at home. So that was eight hours subtracted from the day. And my husband was floored. He's like, what? And I don't think he realized everything I was doing. But he also was shocked that I thought I had to do all these things because they didn't all have to be done. But in my mind, they did. Um, So he went into sort of fixer mode and he was like, well, I can read to one kid while you read to the other. And um, Eli's old enough to bathe himself and which he really wasn't. He was like four and a half. Um, 
we can eat takeout food once a week or I can make some pasta and you don't have to do laundry when you get home and have it folded and put away by bedtime. In hindsight, there were a lot of ridiculous things on there that I thought I had to do. Heather said her boss had the same reaction as my husband when she brought him a list of all the things she was doing for her job. He asked, like, do you really need to do all those things? Can't you delegate some of them? So, you know, when the kids were little, it was, uh, it felt impossible to show up for myself. But now that the kids are 9 and 13, and now that I'm a big girl in my 40s, I do practice showing up for myself more and more. I don't always do it, but here's how, here are some ways that I try. Number one, I notice how I feel when I don't choose myself. And the, the more you practice, like, noticing how you feel, the easier this will be. So in my case, I feel a heaviness. It's it's almost like um, like you're wearing a, a heavy book bag and you just feel this heavy sensation when you don't choose yourself. You know it. I try to let go of regret and guilt because these aren't productive. Instead, I just make a mental note. Okay, I didn't choose myself this time. This is how it feels. I'm going to try and choose myself next time. Number two, when faced with the decision, if I know one of the options is something I'd rather not do, like play American Girl Dolls instead of sitting on the porch with a book, I try to consciously think, okay, I'm choosing my daughter instead of me, and I'm okay with that. And then I move on. So this will lessen the resentment that later I might feel if I'm frazzled and I'm like, I don't have any time for myself. You know, I just remind myself, okay, you chose, you made that decision and you chose to sit on the floor and play American Girl Dolls because that was important to her and it was important to me. Number three, I save the most valuable hours of the day for me. For me, this is 4.30 to 6.30 a.m. And this is my time. And luckily, the kids don't care or squat about spending time with me from 4.30 to 6.30 in the morning. But, y'all, my husband does like to spend time together during those hours. Like, he will try to bring his coffee into the room where I'm sitting and doing all my reading and writing. And I'm like, uh-uh, <laughs> this is my time. And sometimes I choose to spend time with him. But... I carefully guard that time. And number four, I put re- I put the responsibility on my kids for their things. So they are in charge of remembering their items when they go on trips, when they go to school, and if they leave things out in the rain, that is on them. Number five, I've trained my kids to fix a few easy things for themselves, like they can heat soup in the microwave, they can make sandwiches, they can make something my daughter invented called a toaster taco, where she puts a flour tortilla in the toaster, and it puffs up, and then she takes it out and puts stuff on it. Um, And then fruit, they always have like fruit available that requires zero assistance for me. So some of this, y'all, especially if you're a mom, you've got to just choose yourself. And even if it means buying some crappy food that they can fix for themselves, like just do it. Number six, when I'm drained emotionally and physically, I try to notice this and I try to put on my own oxygen mask before I help anybody else. So for me, this usually means taking a bath. And this, I will literally come home from work drop my bags and go get in the tub some days. 
the running water and the warmth just calms my sympathetic nervous system down. It resets my mood. I get out and I'm ready to go. Number seven, my husband and kids know I'm a better mom and wife when I do things like yoga, exercise, journal, and get eight hours of sleep. Um, My son is picking up on this as far as the sleep thing. Last night, his grandma asked if he wanted to stay with her. She rented a little Airbnb in town, and it was like a studio apartment. And my daughter jumped at the chance. She's like, yes, I get to sleep on the sofa. Woohoo. But my son is like, I, uh-uh, sleep is too important to me, and I'm going to be a mess the next day and not be able to do my classwork if I go. So he chose to come back home and sleep in his own bed. So I had this dream this week, and there was a um, consultant in the dream, and he was going around the room and giving each person a book of what he thought we needed the most. So in my dream, this guy had done a psychological evaluation and he knew each of our weak spots. So I unwrap my book and it was a book about courage. And my good friend was there who I haven't seen in years, but um, I know she went through a divorce recently and her book was on loneliness and how it's okay to be lonely. So anyway, that's a side note. I did call her the next day and um. And, and yeah, that was what she was dealing with. So it was, it was kind of interesting that the dream happened. Um, but I reflected on it and I thought I had courage, but I'm starting to see that it does take courage to choose yourself. So I so often want to take the easy road of pleasing others and not wanting to rock the boat. I do not like fighting or confrontation. I avoid these at all costs. And I'll apologize like so fast after a disagreement that it probably shocks the person. (laughs) But I now realize that's not always healthy because I stuff all those unhappy emotions down inside me. That is not choosing myself. That's choosing to let the other person think everything's hunky-dory so that I don't have to deal with uncomfortable feelings. Choosing myself means I've got to be raw and honest about how I feel and how I'd like a situation to be different. Choosing myself means being courageous enough to take the road less traveled, the one that might feel uncomfortable, and it might make somebody else mad. It means finding the courage to take care of my own needs before I take care of others, even if I feel horribly guilty. So I want you to think about how you'll take care of yourself and choose yourself this week. Think about ways that you haven't chosen yourself in the past and how that made you feel. Think about how your life might look different if you choose yourself first instead of everyone else. And you do this just by asking yourself what you need, and then you listen. And I guarantee you it'll be something simple and easy to give yourself. Your inner GPS will guide you if you'll simply choose to listen. So shoot me a DM or email and let me know how you chose yourself or how you plan to choose yourself this week. It's at HopeThePA or you can email me at hope.cook at gmail.com.
Thanks for joining me on today's podcast. If you like this podcast and think someone else could benefit, please share it. I'd also love for you to write a review on your favorite podcast platform like Spotify or Apple. And lastly, if you would like more of the same, come over to my website, hopethepa.com. Thank y'all for listening.